Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacey Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Hello, wherever you are. Thank you for joining us once again. I am Daryl Moody, and this is the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. I am joining you from my home studios here in lovely Central Florida, Orlando. Uh, Stacy Poitras, the Single Parent Advocate, she is in the beautiful, posh, cut of the cutting edge, state of the art SPA studios there at Work Innovators at Castle Hills, the realm in Dallas, Texas. Stacy, how are you this Friday? I'm doing great, Daryl. Glad to see you, and welcome to our guest. Are you going to be introducing her? I'll introduce her, Pamela Savino. She's a life coach based in Chicago. Uh, She has her own website, liveauthentically.today. She's also a single parent herself of four kids, ranging in age from 10 to 17, which is no small feat. Pamela, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. So tell us a little bit. Well, let's let's start off with with Stacy. Let's do our, our housekeeping. Uh, catch us up to date, Stacy. I know Father's Day is looming. You guys are, are organizing a big event there for Father's Day. What's the latest with you guys? Well, I wouldn't call Father's Day exactly looming, but we're definitely excited and planning to honor some dads. We're looking for people to nominate dads who maybe have more month than money and can't afford to go have an excursion or a field trip with their kids. And so uh, we're just really trying to, to let people nominate single fathers who they'd like to see have a great day. You know, and there's a lot of reasons why people might land in that boat. So um, call out to the community. If you guys know someone like that, please know we want to help them. And uh, please reach out to me. You can find me at stacy.poitras at singleparentadvocate.org. Um, and Stacy, you got a you got a big donation this week to talk about. I know. I'm super, super excited to thank the Louisville Noon Rotary. They donated $1,400 to us, had the big check presentation and everything. It was really awesome. And um, I've been working quite a bit on, you know, through COVID to try to solidify all of our systems and to partner with the community a lot more here. And it's just been exciting and fun time. And so huge thanks to those guys. And that'll go pretty far for for your Father's Day plans, I'm sure. I think so. You know, we can just turn around and reinvest those into the lives of some single dads and their children. And then right after that, on the heels of Father's Day comes, guess what? Back to school. school. And we we help about um, 500 kids each year with uh, school supplies and backpacks, usually from uh, pre-K all the way up to um high school you know seniors and then we also like to scholarship any single parents in our community that um need to buy books for college for themselves and so um if there's anybody in our footprint uh, during back to school we'll buy their their school books if uh you know we we know about them and can get it to their school so it's back to school is always a really happy time we have a big a big celebration Stacy, I talk to nonprofit organizations all over the country. You talk about the way COVID has impacted single parent advocate. Uh, so many of these nonprofit organizations and agencies aren't able to have those face-to-face interactions. They're not able to hold those events. 
it makes fundraising that much more difficult because you're not top of mind with the people that you're seeking these donations from. So uh, if, if folks want to help you uh, support your effort for Father's Day and back to school, singleparentadvocate.org. And uh, tell us about where are we on social media? So we're mostly on Facebook, but I want to let everybody know about a new giving platform that we're launching. This is kind of like a sneak peek. It's called Make Shopping Count. So you can go to Make Shopping Count and find Single Parent Advocates page. We're going to be promoting it today and putting it out on Facebook. But um, you can actually shop online for the things you need. If you're an office manager, if you're somebody who is going and buying from Sam's or let's say you're buying uh, airplane tickets to go to Florida for vacation, you can buy uh, your airplane tickets from Southwest Air Airlines on Make Shopping Count. And what they do is they pass through um, uh, dollars to the charity so it becomes part of our online giving program and uh, we would welcome everybody to to do that but then uh, also you can go to singleparentadvocate.org and there's a donate page that talks about multiple ways to give and uh, whether it's paypal or uh, on our own donate button or through bbva bank or make shopping count we're we're really trying to make it easy not just for people uh, to donate, but for single parent families themselves to dial in and do something. You know, one of the tenets of our community is to help yourself as you, you know, so you can help others. And um, so when we're shopping and we're taking care of ourselves, we can be paying it forward through systems like this. And so I've been really doing a lot of work, making sure they're available. So we as single parents can be part of the change we seek too. Awesome. Singleparentadvocate.org. There's a donate button there. Let's uh, hope help to make uh, Father's Day special for a lot of deserving dads there in Dallas. Let's get to our guest this week, Pamela Savino. Uh, she is a life coach, a single mother of four. Uh, you are in Chicago. Pamela, tell us your story. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you having me once again. So yeah, my story. So how did I get to be a life coach? Well, just to kind of give you an idea for my background, because I'm going to color this in because there were a few pivotal moments that really led me to what I'm doing today. So I spent my 20s in corporate America working with Fortune 100 companies on their defined benefit pension plan. So I went from, you know, high power corporate to a completely shifted gears and in my late 20s decided to stay home full time with my kids. So my life was more or less going along as planned. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm kind of pretty good at planning out life and having it more or less turn out as I plan until I hit 31 and I hit rock bottom at 31 because I lost a baby unexpectedly at the end of the pregnancy. And so that was an event that um, I'm sure you can see why it you know, completely stripped me to my core physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And I really had to rebuild myself from the ground up. So that's really when my soul work started, which is going to get to, you know, how, how that plays into what I'm doing today. You know, I started to ask myself some really deep questions about, you know, life and death and the meaning of life and why are we here and what is the purpose of life on earth and what do I believe and does my faith-based belief system, which was deeply, which was very deeply rooted in 
uh, religiosity. I mean, how does that serve me or, or doesn't that serve me? What elements of that do I want to take with me to craft my belief system? So I was going really, really deep and was blessed to be able to have um, other children. So I, you know, as you mentioned, I, I have two boys and two girls. Now I have four kids. And, but behind the scenes, there was still a lot of deep soul work going on. So I continued to do that work and fill up my picture, rebuild myself throughout my 30s. And in my early 40s, ended up getting divorced. And I was, you know, it was something that we wrestled with for a while. And I was in a relationship that really, quite honestly, had run its course. It was past its expiration date. So I had to completely reframe my mental image of divorce. I had to reframe the experience. I had to learn how to step out of fear and into faith and surrender and just show up. And what I found was when I did that, when I finally stepped into a life that was authentic to who I was, um, fireworks started to happen. Magic started to happen. And I don't say that and, and you know take credit for that single-handedly. It's really me being open and partnering with the universe and just allowing, being in that space of, of being willing to take the leap of faith approaching life, approaching every single day, showing up with an open heart and an open mind and just trusting. And now, you know, since I decided to take that leap of faith into authenticity, I started to feel energized and more empowered and untethered and liberated and just, just experiencing this new zest for life that I really hadn't felt in a while. And I didn't even really realize it. I mean, I knew some things didn't quite feel right, but, you know, in the throes of raising, you know, four kids, young children, you know, completely dependent on us, busy household comings and goings, our house looked like Grand Central Station with all the comings and goings. It's like, when do you take time exactly to disconnect and reconnect with, try to connect with who you are? and ask yourself those deeper questions. So when I was in the midst of that pivotal moment, right, that's that heart awakening catalyst, that moment of truth, you know, I had a choice. I could have gone one way or I could have gone the other way. And I chose to step into authenticity. And that's when this, this idea for my business started to bubble up. I really felt like my purpose was really bubbling up as I was now for the first time in my life, able to really connect all of the important events of my life with the golden thread and see how they fit together and see how all that soul work I did as a result of my devastating loss filled me up and, and helped me to realize that I needed to share this with the world. So my divorce was really the, the catalyst, the experience that uncorked my bottle, if you will, that I had been filling up for so many years. So I founded my business, I launched my podcast, wrote a book, et cetera. And it really, like I said, has been fireworks. And that is, I attribute that to the universe. You know, that's not something I take credit for. That is something I say, you know what? The universe has my back in every moment. And I just surrendered. And I believe that anyone can do this in their own life if they're willing to take that leap of faith. And this is why I'm doing what I'm doing because I so I just so genuinely want authenticity for everyone. So let's talk about your journey as a single parent. You, like me, uh, got divorced within the last five years. Mm -hmm. What were some of the biggest challenges? I guess I'm doing the math in my head. Your your oldest uh, child was 13, and your youngest was six or seven. So mm -hmm. you know, talk to me about the challenges there. Yeah, great question. Thank you. So in the beginning, you know, there were there were you know many many challenges on many fronts. Quite honestly, emotional challenges, right? Helping the children to make sense of their whole reality, their whole world being turned upside down. So I was tending to their healing. We had logistical challenges, right? How now? You know, now I'm going to be in a position where I am operating 
a busy household with fewer resources, right? One driver. So how are we, am I going to get the kids from their activity to activity? How am I going to be able to handle homework and dinner and, and all of those things, though, all of those logistical complexities? But what I found was something really amazing, something eye-opening, is that I found that because I was now aligned, I was now living in an authentic place, it was my energy no longer came from you know, the, the, you know, roll up your sleeve, the elbow grease, the, you know, let's just crank it out. And, you know, it was, it was no, it no longer felt like it was physical or human energy. It truly felt divine. And I attribute that to authenticity. I experienced actually more energy as a single parent because I was in that aligned place. And I shifted my mentality from that place of obligation to a place of service. And so I was just going to say, it's, 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 it sounds like you had to shift, you know, basically your whole way of thinking. I did. I did. And I had to learn to be present, not ruminate about what's happened in the past, not stress about, you know, what, you know, and catastrophize about what may or may not happen in the future. But I became fully present. That's really when I learned to become fully present. And I learned there, I, I got to that place because there are certain points where the, during the divorce process where I had no choice, I had no more bandwidth to take, to entertain any other scenarios. I had the only bandwidth I had available was to focus on the present moment. And that was such a beautiful thing. That was such a a hidden gem that came, one of the many hidden gems that came out of the process. So, so for those of us who can't spend a weekend in a sweat tent in Arizona, or we can't go to the Tibetan temple to, you know, seek enlightenment with the, with the monks, how do you do that? Cause it's, you know, we talk about it all the time, just being caught up in the minutia of, of, you know, running a household as a single parent, how do you do it? Yeah. Great question. Thank you. Um, it starts first thing in the morning with me. I have a morning routine that, um, where I nourish my mind, body, and spirit. So this is something that is, it's my most important hour of the day. It's how I fuel, fill up my pitcher beginning in the morning. And that's how I, how I ensure that I'm going to show up as my best self in all of my different roles as a mom, as a coach, as a business owner, as a member of society, you know, and for humanity, et cetera. And so I, you know, I have a morning routine that involves exercising and meditation and going for a walk in nature and doing some yoga and some breath work. So it really is a multidimensional um, I exercise. It's a multidimensional practice where I nourish my mind, body, and spirit. And that is something that I do throughout the day. So I bookend my days with a morning routine and an evening routine. And uh, throughout the day, I do check-ins with myself. You know, I ask myself, how do I feel? We're constantly running around taking care of other people, right? How are you feeling? How are you doing? What do you need? How about us, right? How about turning the attention back on us? And so I ask myself several times throughout the day, how, you know, what do I need in this moment? And I give myself what I need. So, you know, if it's, if I feel like I need something, you know, if nourished, if I need to nourish my body, I'll make a healthy salad. Maybe I'm feeling stressed. Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to unplug. Maybe I'm super tired because I did a, you know, a super crazy workout that morning. So I'll take a late afternoon nap, but I'm constantly checking in with myself and constantly making the adjustments that I need to make in order to continue to operate from that aligned place. I just feel like that would take a tremendous amount of discipline to stay focused on that task. But I, I mean, you know, I guess the check-ins work, right? Absolutely. The check-ins work. And what I really anchor on is what I noticed on this journey as I started to step more into my authenticity, adopt these routines that kept my vibrations high, my energy high, is that I became acutely aware of how I feel in every moment. 
And I can tell when I veer off course. So like when I'm stressed, there's a physiological response. Like I don't like how I feel when I feel stressed, when I feel tense, when I feel tired, when I feel agitated, when I feel frustrated, those are all lower vibrations. So I like how I feel when I'm at the higher vibrations of peace and joy and laughter, empowerment, acceptance, truth, connection, love, freedom, et cetera. So all of those little micro adjustments, micro decisions I make during the day ensure that I can stay at those high vibrations in order to feel amazing. My number one job during the day is, as I say, as I see it is to feel amazing because again, that's what allows me to bring, bring my best self in all of my different roles and allows me to attract better experiences into my reality. Hmm. How are your kids uh, learning these habits? How, can you explain like how do you, as you, I know that as you uh, had your aha moment and learned how to uh, be more fulfilled in your life, have you been sharing that with your kids since there's so many different ages? And you know, does that um, seem very natural? Like, have, or have you invited them on the journey with you maybe is a better way to ask it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm smiling. I couldn't even hold back the smile because <laughs> this is just part of who we are. I mean, we, this is absolutely, um, this has been woven. This lifestyle has been woven into them and the way they live their lifestyle. And I've done it not by forcing it, not by force feeding it, but by modeling it to them. They can, they see how I live and they see, they partake in healthy eating. I do allow them you know, the, the, you know, the privilege of choice, you know, I allow them to choose what, what they eat, but I do give them a menu of healthy choices. Um, I just had, and I'm constantly looking to incorporate new health and wellness modalities. For example, I just had an infrared sauna installed in my house recently. And I use that as part of my nighttime routine in, in, a, you know, in um, an initiative to detox my body on a regular basis. Like, why do I do that? Because living to 120 is one of my life goals. True. I mean, that's the truth. It really is. Whether or not that will happen, I have no idea. The universe may have other plans, but again, it comes down to what are the daily routines that I follow? So they see me do this throughout the day. And my kids use the sauna with me. My kids, you know, clean, they partake in clean eating with me. They see me meditate. They see me take time out for myself. They see me say no as a mom with and not feeling guilt and not feel guilty about it. They see me have boundaries. They see me go up to my room like I did last night at 9:30 or 10 o'clock. One of my kids wanted to order something, some clothes from a website. And I said, yeah, we can do this real quick. But after that, um, love hanging out with you guys. But now this is mom time. You know, so they see me like unwind at night with the book, with my oil diffuser on, with my lights dim, you know, maybe a relaxing candle, et cetera, things like that. So I model it on a daily basis. And and they too, like I asked them, you know, how do you feel? What do you need? I, and this is multidimensional. I mean, we are firing on all cylinders around here. I'm super particular about the energies being really balanced in my house, colors being relaxing, you know, smells. I like to bake, you know, so really, again, it's just, it's a multidimensional practice and they do, I mean, they, they, you know, embody the high vibes. They, and I teach them, I coach them how to identify when they're feeling off. Because I think that's something that we're not necessarily taught to really check in with ourselves, identify when we're feeling off and, and do what you need to do in order to feel better. Um, so yeah, we do have a lot of dialogue around that and, and we do practice it on a daily basis. Well, for a lot of single families, you know, uh, when you have uh, more months than money, you know, and you're working both ends against the middle, much like, you know, that happens 
working both ends against the middle happens at any economic status in a, in a single family home, I think, you know, um, when you talk about eating healthy and looking for uh, great plans that you can afford, at, you know, to get your, your kids uh, onto those plans as well as you, you know, because one of the first things we throw out the door is healthy eating, vitamins, exercise. We think we don't have time for those things because there's, uh, you know, oper- you know, you have to work two or three jobs sometimes just to make sure you can pay for yourself and your kids' uh, uh, living expenses. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you're, you're really talking about turning your life on its ear and trusting that it'll pay off, you know, and um, I don't know if maybe you have some ideas for, you know, some eating plans that are, you know, cost conscious too, that you might share. Absolutely. And one of the things I wanted to mention too, is um, I think it's important that we look at you know, yes, there are there are logistical considerations, financial considerations, et cetera. But you know, we really have to look at our belief here and ask ourselves, you know, what we truly believe. And one of my core beliefs that fuels me on a daily basis and guides my decisions is that the best investment I'll ever make is the investment in myself. Right. And I think that is true for every single person. So the more that we invest in ourselves, the more we invest in the way that we, you know, we feel, the more that we nourish our mind, body, and spirit. Again, this is all vibration. Everything is happening on a vibrational level. So as our vibration continues to rise, we feel better about ourselves. We exude different vibes. We exude more positive vibes. We attract different people and different experiences into our lives. We experience more peace, more ease, more of a flow, more organicness. So I think it's so important that we carve out that time. And I totally understand that people may be working multiple jobs and not have a lot of time. But, um, you know, I think it's important that we carve out, even if it's a half hour to ourselves every single day and view that as the most important thing you do during the day, because if you're not filling yourself up, you're just not going to be in a position to be able to serve everybody else in your life to the fullest extent possible. So just carve out a time, carve out time and, and review or revere it as sacred. You know, that's what I do. I have a morning routine that is pretty long now because and I've, it's grown over the years because it's so exhilarating and it's so peaceful. And I know that, you know, there isn't anything I can, I can't handle during the day if I follow my morning routine. So I, I suggest that's something that I would suggest every single person do, including my kids, you know, you know, whether they're parents juggling many responsibilities or kids to carve out time for yourself to fill up your picture during the day. And with regard to eating, your question about eating, I love that you asked this because this is something that lights me up. When I was really doing some deep discernment about what do I want to do, what does this next chapter of my life looks look like? You know, I obviously opted to go down the path of being a spiritual life coach, but and this is all related. But I love health and wellness. I love nutrition. I love eating clean. Because again, nutrition, the food that we eat has a vibrational quality. So every single time we eat, we're either raising our vibration or lowering our vibration. Every single time we eat, we're either fighting disease or fueling disease. So when we start to look at food through different lenses, we naturally start to make different choices. So I'm a very much a back to the basics person. I love to cook, but you know, I'm not cranking. I don't have the the time to crank out, you know, personal souffles for everyone in the morning or anything. So we are very much a back to the basics family, you know, and I think that's really all that's required or all that's needed on the food front. 
I am plant-based. A couple of my kids are choosing to be plant-based. So that is one economical way. I mean, you cut meat out of your, uh, you know, your, off your grocery bill and that slashes it pretty significantly, but I didn't do it for financial reasons alone. Um, although there are financial benefits, you know, I did it for myself, my environment, the environment, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I, I keep things pretty simple. So breakfast is usually either avocado toast, steel cut oats, maybe a plant-based yogurt parfait with some berries, a little bit of honey and granola. So again, I, I limit the choices to keep things simple. Again, back to my core values. How do I live? You know, I value simplicity. I value freedom. So my decisions all throughout the day are, are made with those, those core values in mind. Um, lunch will be, I always have a healthy salad every day, you know, with chock full of vegetables, maybe some quinoa. Um, and then dinner, you know, I always, I like to make uh, meatless versions of my favorite traditional meals. So I'll do like spaghetti and meatballs, but instead of actual meat, instead of, you know, animal meat, then I'll use maybe a combination of lentils or brown rice. So it takes like some experimentation, but it can be done. I can do veggie chili, veggie tacos. So again, super high, high vibes, super high, um, you know, food that's super nutritious and delicious. And it's amazing when we start to open our, our minds up, um, to different foods, how, you know, we have so much amazing food available to us in nature. And it really, I do the vast majority of my shopping in the produce section of the grocery store and supplement with some healthy fats, such as avocado oils, nuts, seeds, um, you know, olive oils, things like that. Um, I, use a lot of fresh herbs, spices, maybe a little bit of salt and some pepper and, you know, you're good to go. So um, again, simplicity and looking to maximize, you know, nutrition and, uh, and flavor. Pamela, I want to talk to you about your website, liveauthentically.today. Uh, a lot of good stuff on this website. You've got little, almost like tutorial videos uh, about how to handle different situations in your life. One of the ones that stood out to me was, was the video about getting divorced and how, you know, you, you are basically figuring everything out on your own and, and there are no rules. You get to make the rules. Uh, and we talked about this kind of before we started taping about how I, as a single parent, am kind of enjoying being able to make my own rules and figure out how we do things in my household. Talk to us about some of the, the other uh, resources that are available at liveauthentically.today. Sure. So, um, yeah, that was one of the things when I was going through my divorce process, one of the ideas that I had to like divorce myself from was that this needed to look like other people's situations, right? That it had to be done a certain way, that it had to be filled with separatism and contentiousness and animosity and all of that. You know, I said, you know what, away with that, that doesn't serve me. That doesn't help me move forward in a productive and transformative way. And it doesn't help anybody else in my life move forward in a transformative and productive way. So I had a lot of deep soul work around that in the way of acceptance and forgiveness and, and moving forward. Um, but you know, now we've created a reality that's very harmonious. And so you know, there's a lot of crossover in terms of that kids seeing both parents during the week. Um, you know, we do we do family celebrations together, et cetera. So I realized that I had the license to be as creative as I wanted to be. And, you know, obviously there's maybe some legal considerations here. Every situation is different, but you know, I wanted us to be autonomous. I wanted us to be able to create our own reality the way we wanted it to look. Um, so, you know, we did have help along the way and went going through the process. We did have, 
you know, divorce coaches. I had a therapist that I was working with to help me kind of reframe this and, and do my deep work. But I, I really did take advantage or not take advantage of, but capitalize on optimize the resources while I was going through the process so that I wasn't deferring it, you know, kicking the can, pushing my healing out into the future. I dove in head first. And I said, you know what, there's no shame in working with a therapist. If I need to, during this transitional time, I connected with other people. I mean, I think one of the most powerful things we can do is, is connect ourselves with other like-minded people because the people we surround ourselves with really do play a huge role in shaping our current reality and our future reality, right? What kind of mindset do they embody? What is their lifestyle? No, we don't have to live identical lives. We don't have to embody the exact same beliefs, but there needs to be a shared belief system to a certain degree. There needs to be a mutuality. There needs to be a commitment to growth, I believe, a commitment to moving forward and in a shared um, you know, interest in the same core values. So I really was firing on all cylinders and did use kind of a multifaceted approach to get myself through that transitional time. Awesome. Good stuff. Thank you. Stacy. let's wrap up the show. What, uh, you know, what do we have going on next week for you? I am going to be doing um, more and more of this fundraising for the single dads. Uh, we have um, a three-day weekend coming up, so I don't want to, you know, go without saying happy Memorial Day to everybody. I hope you give yourself some time, much like uh, we're talking about now. Try to invest in yourself a little bit with some downtime and some play time. Um, and then other than that, Daryl, it's going to just be a work week for me, honestly, just really getting into um, – more about organizing our volunteers, getting ready for back to school, having some early meetings for that, making sure it goes off without a hitch. Awesome. And folks, we want to go to singleparentadvocate.org. We can donate there. Uh, Pamela, I want to thank you so much for joining us this week. Really tremendous stuff. You have such yeah. an inspiring story. I love the message of living authentically. Uh, you know, I, I, would, I feel like we could talk to you for another hour just talking about your journey alone. But thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. And again, that's liveauthentically.today. Pamela Savino, life coach from Chicago. Stacy, thank you uh, as always. And folks, we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, everybody.